Hump Day at the Patriot Radio News Hour, live on this Wednesday, May the 17th. Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, going on decade number three, making sure we're protecting, well, what used to be in your wallet. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the website, at allamericangold.com, which, by the way, we may be days away from having a a cleaner look there as well. We got all all sorts of great things coming at you. I'll be back on Twitter soon here in the next few days as well. Uh, keep that all in mind as while wow, it has literally become a world gone mad. You know, you listen to this show because this is before the news. You get it here first. I told you yesterday they're going to get them. <laughs> they're going to get them. You know, the the first call for President Trump's impeachment happened this morning. Uh, as all these people are starting to pile on now, I, I think John McCain called it uh, Watergate like approaching Watergate levels and all this other nonsense, you better get ready. But I'm going to tell you right now, that's not the big thing. Nope. Don't be distracted. Once again, you can't trust these guys. You can't, as far as you can throw them, you just can't. They're coming after your money, and they're doing it again. I'm going to tell you all about it. Uh, So, don't worry about it. Maybe one of these shows uh, caught me off guard today. I will say that. Caught me off guard. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it. I'm going to tell you right now. Your 401Ks, your IRAs, your bank CDs, it really doesn't matter. They're desperate for money. They're going to need it all. And and now Wall Street's starting to come to the realization uh, that the Trumponomics is not going to happen. These guys are too powerful. They just are. I got to give them credit. Wow. It truly, truly is amazing. There's a new form of jingle mail. Remember jingle mail? When homeowners were just mailing back their keys, <laughs> right, to the borrowers? Well, guess what? Somebody else has decided they think that's a pretty good idea. I will tell you this. I'll give you three guesses. The first two don't count, but the let's just say the retail apocalypse is upon us. And I'm going to tell you not only where it's happening, how it's happening, how much of a haircut is really going on out there. Uh, we got a great show lined up for probably one of the the most important shows we've done in a while. So make sure uh, you get ready for that. Obviously, if you don't know or haven't heard uh, President Trump uh, in more trouble again this morning uh, over the Comey firing, uh, I'll just tell you what the story is, is an anonymous staffer called one of the newspapers and said that uh, former after, uh, the former FBI director had written, they, they're calling it a memo, but he wrote notes 
after a meeting with the president that alleges that the president asked him to, uh, what's the word, uh, not pursue charges against uh, the former security guy. I forget his uh, now. The name is, of course, as we get ready to show, is, is escaping me. But nonetheless, he didn't say, "Hey, don't you know, drop these charges." He didn't say that, but he said, "Hey, can you can you let it go? Can you let it go?" And but they didn't actually send any memo. They just called them up and said, "Hey, you know what? I'm reading it to you, and here's what it says." So. Whether it's true or not true, it really doesn't matter. They are going to get him in one way or the other, right? What did they say? There's always more than one way to skin a cat. Uh, the Dow is down uh, 250 points. Gold's up over $20. Silver's up, uh, what, what is it, silver? Silver's up 17 more cents. Uh, gold's at Fifty-seven dollars, uh, yeah, twelve fifteen up twenty-one. Uh, silver's up $18.16.90 to the ounce. The Dow's down two forty-eight. The Nasdaq's down a hundred points. Uh, the S and P is down twenty-six. And as everybody is trying to, well, readjust what the expectations are going to be for the United States. And I'm going to tell you right now, none of the, I shouldn't say none of them, but it was going to be hard to get a lot of the stuff that he had promised done to begin with. Uh, now a lot of that is looking like it's going to be impossible to do. And, and really, what, what does that mean? That means we're left with what we already had. And that was not very good. And remember, we were gradually falling in to another recession before Trump got into office. Now all of a sudden all the rate hike odds are falling and all these other things are falling. Uh, But again, the the biggest thing, and we talked about it for the last few days, this derivatives market that nobody talks about, no one seems to know about, uh, all the banks are free falling today as news has come out exactly uh, how much Debt is really on the balance sheets of these banks. We're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about your retirement, and we're going to talk about Jingle Mail. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Yo, 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 I got 50 Bentleys in the West Indies. It doesn't matter. I got a pocket full of cheese and a garden full of trees. It doesn't matter. I just won the bingo, bought a crib in Rio. It doesn't matter. Because if you ain't sharing, people ain't caring. Come up in the hood and they take everything you're wearing. Back in the days, it was all about the clubs. And so far, thugs used to dance the bridge for love. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. And I, and I, you know, you got to laugh. You really do. You, you, but you, you, you've got to get ready. And all of these things, you know, we talked about it, and we say it all the time, you know, the how do you go bankrupt gradually at first, and then it was suddenly. This is how it works. Let's get started on what the biggest real news today is. According to the latest report from the Joint Committee on Taxation, the exclusion of contributions to 
and earnings of defined contribution plans will cost the federal government more than $584 billion in the next five years. The new proposal would treat all 401k and all traditional IRA contributions as if they were Roth IRA contributions. A Roth IRA is a contribution that you made after taxes where the 401ks and your traditional IRAs are pre-tax vehicles. You would lose the tax exclusion of those contributions. Your future 401k earnings and appreciation would be tax-free some think this could raise an additional $1.5 trillion in tax revenues over the next decade. Right now, any income and gains your 401k and your traditional IRA generate don't get taxed until you make withdrawals, right? So think about this. Your 401k at your work, your traditional IRAs, you make your contributions month after month, week after week, year after year, and you don't pay taxes until you sell it. And I try to tell everybody this. When you look at your statements, if, if you even look at them, a third of that money is not yours. Right? So if you've got $100,000 in your retirement account, you really don't have $100,000, right? A third of that is the government, which in their eyes makes all of it there. Now they're saying, hey, you know what? Maybe we need to go the other way and just tax it all. It says that the new proposal, would, in addition to taxing your contributions, would impose a 15% tax on annual gains to raise another $1.5 trillion over the next decade. Of course, that's assuming you have gains. <laughs> but now they're saying, hey, listen, not only do we want to tax it, we also want to tax it year by year. They don't even do that now. At least now you, gotta, you can't get taxed on a capital gains until you sell something. Wow, I guess I, the, I'm ahead of the article. That would be even worse than the ordinary taxable investment, where one could defer capital gains by simply not selling. Of course, that brings up what you know. What happens when the market crashes? Can you can you take the losses? It's not a. It's not really a question of whether retirement plans will get a haircut. It's a question of how big the haircut is going to be. And I've, I've told you simply, all the laws, the 
place. And, you know, here's the thing. These rules that they put into place prior to this one didn't need to go in front of Congress and have a big vote. These were rules that were put into place by the SEC, talking about, hey, you know what, during the next downturn, you can't sell your money market. During the next downturn, you can't cash out and pay the penalty on your bank CDs. You can't cash out your retirement accounts. You can't, quote-unquote, go to the sideline. You've got to keep your money in there. Of course, don't worry. That's only in extreme cases. We have no idea. Of course, they never told us what an extreme case would be. But that was just the beginning. And, and like I try and I've been trying so hard to explain to you, you just don't know it because they don't tell you. The budget deficits are really going to get ugly. And really, they're ugly now. I mean, come on, half a trillion a year? And really, that's not even half a trillion. That's the fake number. It's just already over a trillion dollars a year, every year. They need the money. And the, really, when you think about it, okay, for those of you, oh, come on, double, you're getting care. No, it's the truth. There's only really one place where the majority of Americans have any money. I shouldn't even say majority. That's probably too strong of a word. <laughs> it's in the retirement account. And most people, it's not like they've got a lot. Right, maybe they got 20, 30, 50. Right, so some fortunate people, they have bigger amounts. None of it is safe. And you know what? Here's the reality. It is the one place where they know they can go to get revenue. It's not really a question of whether your retirement plans will get a haircut. It's simply a question of how much. Bradford Campbell, former Assistant Secretary of Labor under President George W. Bush, replacing replacing revenue lost to tax cuts is a game of winners and losers. And the retirement system is poised to be one of the losers. And really, it has to be. I'm not even upset about it. I'm just like, yeah, sorry. It says that the Trump team is planning, obviously, a a tax reform like Reagan. And when you sit there and you start thinking about what it really means, and it really doesn't matter. It doesn't. Tax cut and not tax cut. You know, the Social Security, Medicare, Obamacare, all of these things. None of that stuff is payable. The revenues aren't there. You know, when you think about why there's been no GDP growth and you think about what I've been telling you today, the Federal Reserve announced something that I told you, I think I told you this last week, but they're just, you know, they're getting around to it. Household debt have now hit all time.
all-time record highs, surpassing the debt levels of 2008. According to the New York Federal Reserve, debt on American households rose by another $149 billion in in the last quarter of 2016. It says that it has now surpassed the peak of the debt levels of 2008. Household debt in the United States, to put things in perspective, $13 trillion. $13 trillion. On top of the $20 trillion the federal government has, on top of the $4.5 trillion that the Federal Reserve has, on top of... I don't even know the trillions that the cities and the states and all the rest of them have, and you start to get the picture. They said the rise in the debt, only one debt has fallen, mortgage debt has fallen from 73% to 68% because less and less Americans own a home. The rise in the debt levels essentially came from two main categories, automobile and student loan debt. And now you start to to really look at how big the numbers are. It is now $53,000 per person. Wow. And no end in sight says that the percentage of 90-day delinquency debt rose for the second straight quarter, and we know we've talked about all of this. Where is the revenue going to come from? And for all of us that have done it right, right, you think about if you were out there and you're listening and you played the game, hey, I went to work, I, I was in my 401k, and, and I'm putting the maximum in, and I'm doing the right thing, and I was supposed to walk around with one of those signs, right, that had, you know, seven figures on it. But right? I don't have seven figures, but I've got at least a little bit. And now you're starting to find out, we're starting to see through the joint taxation committees, right, what the plans are. And really, you think about it, it's really the only choice. Right? We already talked about how almost two-thirds of all the taxpayers either pay no federal income tax or just a little bit. Right? Just, Just a tiny piece. You can't do anything with the payroll tax. We already need to increase that tax as it is. And the only place to go where there's enough money to do anything is in your 401ks and in your IRAs, in your money markets, in your bank CDs, and they're going to get it. And and the realities are, it's not because they want to, it's going to be because they have to. And then you start thinking about, okay, now the Federal Reserve's coming out and saying, man, we've, we've done it, right? This is how we fixed it. The debt levels now today are worse than when they were in, in 10 years ago. We now have, we've done it. They've succeeded. They've become complete smashing successes. 
We've got the United States in more debt than ever. Yes, we did it. Way to go. Great job, everybody. Oh, well, I know that, you know, the wages haven't risen, but they're going to, you know, don't worry. It'll raise eventually. And we wonder why all the delinquencies are starting to spike. And now we have a whole new form of jingle mail. You know, we've been talking about the retailers, and I've been bringing it up. Who's going to be on the hook for all these malls? Because they're emptying out. Landlords who own millions, and <laughs> really billions of dollars on struggling shopping malls are finding that they have serious bargaining power. At a time when retailers are closing thousands and thousands of stores across the United States, some lenders are now deciding to renegotiate loans by backing out of the mall altogether and taking the and suffering the guaranteed losses rather than run the risk of being stuck owning and operating the malls themselves. Yep. They've been mailing the keys back to the bondholders. We'll talk about that next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative perspective since 1983, continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. The promoters of what is mistakenly called free trade often cite Ronald Reagan as authority, claiming he was a believer and advocate of free trade. That's not true. Reagan's economic and trade policies were grounded in the belief that his number one task was to win the Cold War and defeat the evil empire, so his trade policy was subordinated to that goal. Reagan's principal policy to bring about the Soviet Union collapse was his effort to try to spin the Soviet Union into the ground through an unprecedented American military buildup while denying the Soviets access to Western technology and capital that could have helped them militarily and economically. The Soviet economy was becoming less and less productive and lagged badly in the technologies that were so critical for military superiority. Reagan intensified the Soviet predicament in three ways. First, he imposed very tight Western restrictions on technology transfers to the Soviet bloc. Second, he blocked Soviet access to Western capital wherever he could. Third, and most important, he launched a big technology-led American military buildup with which the Soviet Union was unable to compete. Regrettably, our later presidents have not followed the Reagan policy in dealings with China, which is using the cash it gets from selling us cheap goods to build up the most modern and threatening military establishment in the world. 
Our government has done nothing to stop the export of our best technology to China, which regularly engages in predatory trade practices such as currency manipulation, government subsidies to Chinese manufacturers, allowing communist China to force American companies to give China their patents and trade secrets, dumping their products below cost, and outright theft of our patents and industrial know-how. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. On the blog at PSEagles.com, you are invited to take a stand against those who would mock traditional values, slander America, or try to redefine the family. PSEagles.com is your site to speak from the heart, ask questions, and get honest feedback. Won't you join the conversation at PSEagles.com? Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. As we watched all the, the drama unfold, the real the real news is it's just a matter of time. And and time is really starting to run out. Uh now, now uh we we find out the they're making the plans. Uh, and and they have to. I'm not gonna you know what, I'm not gonna do anything other than tell you there is no other choice. And either you do something about it or you don't, period. They're not going to put it on the mainstream news. It's not going to happen. Right? CNN's not going to do a special about it, and CNBC's not going to talk about it. And if they do, they'll spin it in some light that, oh, it's going to be fine, because, you know, oh, well, you know what, we'll stop taxing you at the end. You know that's not going to last. Right? Eventually, it'll be the double-triple tax. We're going to tax you when you put it in. We're going to tax you every year. And then we're going to tax you when we take it out. And the reason is because we have this system that's built on debt that are unpayable. All of these malls, and, and I say all of them, and we know what I'm talking about, two out of every three are unsustainable. Wall Street Journal today, for the very first time, shopping mall owner Washington Prime Group, right? No one's ever heard of them. Washington Prime Group defaulted on an $87.3 million loan backing Mesa Mall in Grand Junction, Colorado. Okay, of course, Colorado, one of the states that's doing great high times in Colorado. Remember what I told you yesterday. You get out of these big cities, things are not well. How did they get out of it? They turned the keys over to the creditors. Yep, they gave them a little jingle mail. When the creditors got the keys, Rather than operating the mall, the, the creditors quickly sold the property right back to Washington Prime. Yeah, see, this is how the real world worked. Remember when you lost your home or your, your sister or your brother, your mother, your son, your daughter, your neighbor, your best friend, your aunt, your uncle, your cousin? 
Did the lender call them back up and say, hey, you know what? Let me sell this right back to you. And and I know that that you owed half a million dollars, but how about if I sell it back to you, you know, for two hundred? Right? Because, you know, what do I I don't want the mall. Right? I don't want the home. That didn't happen. You don't get that. Last month. Washington Prime told investors it had repurchased the mall and secured a deep discount. The original loan was $87.3 million. Now Washington Prime says the new loan's only $63 million. Or a 27.8, let's just call it a 28% haircut. Now, remember what I told you what Warren Buffett said about mark to market, it's mark to myth. By the way, this was not a class C mall. No, and I don't know if you remember our mall talk. All mall loans go into three buckets an A, a B, and a C. A, B, and C. A, B, and hey, that's a great mall. Okay, I'll use a local example. Scottsdale Fashion Square. That's an A mall. A B mall is one of those malls, hey, it's okay. It's okay, we still got people in it. And then there's the C mall, right? The C mall, yeah, there's nobody there. Right? The C malls are the bad ones. This was actually a B mall. If a B mall, according to the Wall Street Journal today, the mark-to-market value should now be 28% less. Now you start thinking about all of the securitized debts and all of these other things that none of us really know anything about, and you start to think, oh my God, how are we ever going to pay it? And these are amounts that are devastating to all of the balance sheets, to all of the banks that own all of these securitizations. And yet, you know, what was it? I told you there's $500 trillion. Today, another article came out. The 25 largest U.S. banks own essentially just under half, $225 trillion of all the securitized debt is owned by the largest 25 U.S. banks. They didn't fix a thing. They didn't fix a thing, and they know it. They just don't want us to know it. And now we're finding out via the Wall Street Journal. You know what? I didn't see it making big headlines on the news today. Now I heard about, oh, Trump's going to be impeached and all that, right? We heard about, we didn't hear about this. This wasn't on the front page either. Right, of course, the way they write the article, they're like, oh, what a great idea. Of course, now they've realized, uh, guess what? <laughs> they've done it on a couple other properties as well. Because think about it. What are the bondholders going to do with these balls? What are they going to do with these balls? They don't want the balls. They already know. They know. It's not worth it. And now you start really thinking about, holy cow, 
What happens all of a sudden now when you look at our debt all-time high? Consumers have more debt today than we've ever, ever had, which is exactly what they tried to do. This is what they wanted us to do. Right? They brought all the interest rates down so they could load you up. And all of these companies that should have went under, right? A lot of these retailers should have went under 10 years ago didn't. And it all has to reset. Don't be fooled. You know it. I know it. We all know it. And now all of a sudden Wall Street's starting to realize, uh uh-oh. And if we can't get more money going, if we can't get more juice into the economy, we're going to have big trouble. Right? If we can't get the Trump tax cuts, if we can't get the Trump infrastructure spending, if we can't repeal and replace Obamacare, there's going to be big trouble. And that's why today, not coincidentally, right, all of these bets about the Fed hiking rates are going out the window and all of these things. And, and I'll just say this. If you don't prepare, shame on you. It's that simple. Preparation is the name of the game. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So, two things we've learned today. Number one. Uh, more plans to go after and, and really have to, right? Your retirement account. I've been saying this for a while. Your money's under attack. Right? Well, first of all, some, a lot of it's not even really your money, legally, by law. But you don't own it. And that's a hard thing for a lot of people to understand. They don't want to believe it. But legally, by law, you not you're not the owner of the money. You put that money into the bank; the bank's the owner. And you put those monies in your investment vehicles; the investment vehicle guys they're the owners. You're you're essentially allowing them to borrow your money, and you just become what you know. You get the privilege of being an unsecured creditor. So, you know, the first thing they did, and you think about as this system unravels here, and, you know, and and it really doesn't matter, you know, circumstances are different, but the end game's always the same, which is it goes to zero. Just does. Why? Because you just can't print stuff up out of uh, of thin air and, and continue to say it has value. Because eventually you get to the point where there's hundreds and hundreds of trillions of them. And all of a sudden people don't want them anymore. So the first thing they did was they went after your bank accounts, right? After the bailouts, right? They pretended to, you know, oh, we're never going to let this happen again. They're the ones that let it happen to begin with. Let's not mistake this. The central banks are the ones that led and gave the the okay to allow for all of these creations of all these mega banks. 
These mega banks, you know, we talk about all the time how credit cards didn't exist in the 70s, student loans didn't exist in the 70s. Mega banks didn't exist in the 70s. Heck, they didn't exist in the 80s. I mean, the, the mega banks are relatively new. Because they re- rewrote all the laws that they enact. Matter of fact, the last time we had mega banks was the Great Depression. And they put in all these laws to say, okay, guess what, banks? You can't do this and this and this. You can only be a bank. And they got rid of all those laws. And they created these securitizations, these derivatives that we've been talking about. <laughs> That's how it's become safer. Right? Pay no attention to the fact that we've got hundreds of trillions of dollars of them. So they decided the first thing they were going to do as they were fixing this was if your mega bank goes under, yeah, you're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna force the haircut onto you, right? Until uh, whatever the bones that are left, until we've covered it, right? And if there's any money left over, well, then we'll let you have some, right? That's called the bail-in. Then they went and changed the law when it comes to your ability to get out of the debt market when you see fit. Talking about the laws that are now in place for your money markets, they're now in place for your IRAs and your 401ks, and right, and you got to notice, I'm sure you did, right? It probably came written in so much small print you couldn't possibly read it on the back side of one of your statements who knows right <laughs> a little disclaimer down at the bottom and now we we find out this great tax overhaul you know cuz let's say we know right there's got to be something in there right they got to have some offsets and the offsets that they're looking at are your retirement account. Let's change it. No more tax exempt, right? You, you got to get taxed and then put the money in. And at least for, I think initially, at least they'll say, well, when you take it out, we won't tax it, but we know that won't last. And then they're talking about let's tax it annually. You know, just 15%. (laughs) Hey, you you, you made uh, 10 grand in your retirement account. We'll take 1,500 bucks of that. Thank you very much. Doesn't really, didn't say anything about what would happen with losses. I don't know. And, And you start to really understand really how serious the problem really is. Because whether or not they're willing to tell you or not, these people already know. And, and really, for a lot of reasons, they can't really tell you. what. I mean, what if Janet Yellen came out on television tomorrow and told everybody what was real? What would most people do? They'd start selling. Right? Like, immediately. <laughs> because it's all just one big house of cards. That's really just what it is. 
and they can't afford for that to happen. Why do you think they're trying desperately to get to the electronic credit? Because they want to have total control. They're trying to take away stores of value. They don't want you to have piles of cash at your house. They definitely don't want you to have gold and silver. It's one of the reasons why it's the most manipulated marketplace in the world. And they still, even with all the manipulation, eventually what happens? Eventually it finds the right level. And gold and silver, trust me, are going to do that. You know, we've had a 20 plus dollar move in gold today premiums have been rising all month as we've been talking about yesterday twenty dollar gold was twelve hundred and thirty dollars today it's twelve hundred and sixty dollars but i'm going to pretend like today hasn't happened yet final segment coming up Final segment on a Wednesday. We're going to pretend that it's Tuesday. Yesterday, U.S. 20s, $20 liberties were $1,330. Today, they're $1,360. I'm going to pretend that it hasn't Happened, you're going to be able to buy $20 gold pieces for, what, $70 over spot today. They're $1,330. If you buy 10 or more, I'm going to throw in free shipping as well. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. And to give you a little more incentive, every order, whether you buy one, five, ten, every order will also throw in a free ounce of silver. So you, so you get an ounce of silver, and however many $20 gold pieces you'd like at 1330 if you buy 10 20s, we'll also throw in free shipping at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, by the way, the Dow's down almost two hundred and fifty points right now. The Nasdaq's down twenty six. The uh, or the Nasdaq's down ninety six. The S and P is down twenty six. Uh, gold's up uh, twenty one dollars. Uh, silver is up uh, seventeen cents. Uh, crude oil is also up fifty cents. By the way, uh, that that kind of covers the basis there. You know, one of the things I told you, we tell you things before they happen. And I saw, and Ramon and I were talking about this, there's talk of Dwayne Johnson running for president. You know, the former pro wrestler, The Rock. I used to, you know, I love pro wrestling. I used to have his T-shirt. And it brings up that movie, Idiocracy, right? And and, uh, Eric always used to say, hey, that movie's going to be a documentary. In President Camacho, he was the, I think he was a former pro wrestler. It's all happening. It is all coming true. Get yourself some more wealth insurance because we're going to need it. 800-951-0592. It's a throwback. We're throwing it back one day. Your ability to buy today 
at yesterday's price. U.S. $20 gold pieces, they're $13.30. Everyone who orders a $20 gold piece today will receive one free ounce of silver. Compliments of me, a thank you if you will. When you buy 10 or more, we'll throw in the shipping as well. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagles prices are up again. Uh, by the way, still 74 ounces, so it's still attractive here. But uh, remember what I told you last week. I like silver below $17. I really liked it around 1650 I was in love with it at 16 and a quarter. When it got to 16 I was stalking it. And, of course, silver right now, yeah. A couple of cents away from being back to $17 to the ounce. Uh, you know, you got to take advantage when it's there. 800-951-0592. They're circling the wagons on you, whether you know it or not. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll talk again tomorrow. If you're